Alright, so hello everybody. I am sat here in the studio with Mark Bushby. Bushby? Hello. Bushby, yeah. Bushby, okay. Yeah. And Mark is a second year innovation with... Geography. Geography with innovation student at Bristol. He is from the north of Edinburgh, from a place called... Perthshire. Perthshire? Perthshire, yeah. So, yeah, about an hour and a half north of Edinburgh, Perthshire. Uh, okay. That, was... That's the area, the, the actual place I live... No one would have heard of it, but it's called Aylith. Aylith? Yeah. A-L-Y-T-H. Okay, Aylith. I've, yeah, I've never heard about that place. <laughs> no, one, no one has, to be honest. Well, I've never been to Scotland, and you know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Mark is also part of the committee for the Entrepreneurship Society at uh, Bristol, and he is in charge of the events. He's the events coordinator, so he'll be bringing guests and Pretty much what the title says, coordinating events and making them happen. Absolutely. Uh, he's also got a podcast and he's also developed an app and he's leading a small team of very, very high skilled people and very cool people um, just about sport. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we can yeah. get into that. Yeah. 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 We can start with that. You want to start there? Yeah. Sure. Cool. Um, so what it is, uh, it's called Armago. Um, and it's a platform for people to find others in their area to play sport with. So it matches people up based on their location, ability, and availability. Okay, location. So in many ways, you consider it a bit like Tinder for sports, really. Yeah. In the sense, you, you know, you're matching up with other people to go for a game of tennis, go for a run, whatever it may be. Okay, and is that because, what's the what was the inspiration for that? Um, that's a brilliant question. So I, obviously, as you mentioned before, I grew up in rural Scotland. Um, and but I, I absolutely love sports. You know, at uni, I play tennis, I run, do football, hockey, the whole lot. Um, and you know, growing up in rural Scotland, I find it quite difficult trying to find other people in my area to play sport with. You know, I joined the clubs and all that, but it just wasn't enough. And so I thought, you know, surely there must be other people in my area of my sort of standard that are looking to play. And it only made sense that there should be a platform like in this day and age where people can, you know, go onto it and find other people and easily go. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, you know, coming to coming to university, I kind of thought the problem would go away uh, in many ways. But, you know, I, I came here and I still found that I was struggling to play as much sport as I wanted, even though I was you know, doing all the sports I mentioned before. Um, and so, you know, I put out a survey to, you know, over 100 people. Um, and 90% of people came back and said they wanted to play more sport than they currently did whilst at university. Um, and so, you know, what I realised was that there are, there are these barriers in place that are preventing people playing as much as they wanted to. Oh. Um, so I started speaking to, I did about, organised about 35 one-to-one interviews with people who I hadn't met before, you know, friends of friends, got into the real details of it and then started approaching clubs and all that because, you know, part of what we want to do is, is tie in with the existing clubs so that, you know, club members, because you've already got that kind of established community within the clubs, but we can help the clubs to be able to increase the amount that their players are able to, to play the sport. Right, so is that the sports societies from the university? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, okay, so you're kind of pitching to them individually, like, listen, I've got this app and this kind of technology that allows you to just find people that are similarly interested in the same sport that your society actually Exactly, yeah, does. yeah. So, so, yeah, exactly. We you know we help the people within the society to increase the amount that, the, that their members will play the sport. Um, outside of train times, but also, you know, part of what we're doing is we're increasing uh, their 
like making their admin easier so we're making it so that through the app people can sign up for the training socials and we're in- introducing leagues as well so that people of mobility can match up and participate oh, in leagues fantastic. throughout the year um, oh wow that's so really advanced yeah yeah so you know there's, there's that benefit for within the clubs and then also it's for people that are at the university and aren't necessarily involved in the club or society yet and I almost see it as a gateway for people to get mm-hmm. involved with a bit of tennis football whatever it is outside of the society and then you know once they start playing a bit then we can encourage them to start joining the societies oh and it's plus it's kind of like attractive version of the society because it's without maybe the formality of the society yeah. but with all the social aspects of it exactly ah oh that's really smart and you developed an app yeah was that tough or how was the process to so how do you make an app yes it, yeah, it's, it's a really good question um i i you know what well, i had this brilliant idea um but and you know everyone was saying you know it's a great idea um but then you're absolutely right you know how do you go about building an app um traditionally it would cost me 20 to 30 thousand pounds to get something like that set up um and i can assure you i do not have that money (laughs) kicking about in my back pocket yeah um so you know i 20 to 30 thousand pounds yeah for your initial app like that uh, that's that's not even to get it even more advanced, you know. That's so just that's like the quota from like media companies or yeah. So you know, if I went to a proper app development company, they'd yeah. say, okay, yeah, that'd be about twenty three thousand pounds, whatever it would be. Um, it's a lot of money. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I sought out someone to help me on the development side of things. Um, there's perfectly good students out there um, that know a lot about this. There's a lot of young people, um, and you know, I I spent a long time. Uh, I, I, you know, I put messages on the computer science groups and all that, and in in many ways, people kind of laughed at it because uh, I suppose they get this a lot. Someone that's got an app idea uh-huh. and is looking for someone to do it, and they kind of laughed it off. Um, and so, you know, then I, uh, well, I, yeah, it took it took me months actually, and then I finally some guy put me through to uh, this guy called Alex Choi, who's now a co-founder. Um, he so I brought him on board. He uh, was the perfect fit, really. Uh, already a proven kind of entrepreneur, I suppose. He, he'd won the TransferWise 20 Under 20 Young Entrepreneur. Uh-huh. Um, he had worked with the likes of Nike, MasterCard, Ernst & Young, and he'd already done a lot of technical kind of development stuff with apps, websites, and all that. Um, and I brought him on, and you know what we've been able to do is, because of his tech experience, we've haven't had to go down the traditional route and we've actually outsourced to the likes of you know places in ukraine china where we've got developers there that are wow. perfectly able to do the same job um you know i suppose the risk to ask is they could just leave us at any point uh-huh. um so it's important that you know we set up the financial agreements between them so that they are getting reward for the work that they do mm-hmm. rather than giving them a lump sum yeah um is this like a like maintenance agreement then like they maintain the app and they keep it running any bugs yes well at the moment it's all been just development but that's that'll be next and then improvement as well okay um, it's yeah and it's you know it's still cost of a fair fair whack um, yeah but not nothing to the twenty to thirty thousand that it would have otherwise costed us, um, but yeah, that's that's one way to go about it. It's it's a risky way, you know. There's pl- places where um, 
people have been completely mugged off doing, doing this sort of approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, so how did you find them? Did you just put up a question online or did you no, find Alex, freelancers? Alex had, had a guy that had done a project for him previously. Right. And then, he, and then he found some freelancers on websites. I don't know much about it, but there's websites out there that are, I suppose, a similar way to like TripAdvisor or whatever that people leave a review um, for, the, uh, for, for, the, for their work. And so it's in their incentive to do a good job to mm. get more work. Okay, so that got you like well, that gave you like a really really interesting insight into that whole app world and oh absolutely yeah especially the market around it yeah yeah right. yeah it's a good incentive to keep going absolutely and you know we're now at the stage um, we've been working on that for a few months now uh, and we're in phase one of testing right now and that's going to be finished today um, that's literally just the Armago team mm-hmm. testing it at the moment getting rid of any silly bugs errors yeah and then. We're submitting it to the app store tonight. Um, oh, tonight, okay. So, and, and that takes them one to five days. Um, and then we're entering phase two. And this is the point where people receive a link to download it. It's still not available for anyone just to search and download it. It's a link. Right. Um, like the beta version. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The beta, yeah, yeah. Beta. Exactly. Uh, beta, whatever you want to call <laughs> it. Um, and so, you know, we, yeah, we've got 40 people lined up that we've selected who are going to be involved in the phase two of testing mm-hmm. um and we, you know we're going to have that over a four-day period um and then run a zoom call at the end of it to bring you point up any discussion points and then we go into phase three where we've got about 100 plus people coming in to test it and then it goes out wow and how did you find the armago team um so obviously alex is co-founder yeah uh you, you know i found him through someone else um the rest of the team uh you know megan and uh, Eleanor and Claudia. Yeah, uh, I know them. All do innovation. Yeah. Um, I, I think the innovation people are a really bright bunch. Um, see you nodding away there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, they're, they're people that are motivated. They're keen. That and and you know, they've all got interest in startups. So to me, they're, they're a really good fit for it already. Um, so they've all kind of been working on different bits. Um, and then I've got a friend from home who who I went to school with, and you know we. We did an event called the Scottish Islands Peaks Race together where we did about 37 miles of hill running and about 160 Oof. nautical miles of sailing over 48 hours. So we did that together. You know, we're, we're really Wait, how, how, 37 miles of running? Yeah. And how, how many 160 sailing? nautical miles of sailing. And 116 nautical... 60, 60, yeah. 160 nautical miles of sailing in 48 hours. Yeah. How? Uh, it's a race. Oh, it's a race. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's a... Yeah, it's a race. It's... um. A little bit off top, but yeah, it's, it's basically a race on the west coast of Scotland where you sail from island to island, and at each island you do, a, you basically run around the island, and it's all a race. So you know you've got to get there. You've got kind of some sailors, some runners, uh, and you know they get you there, and then you go row out in your little dinghy thing, and then get there, and then run around. So I did the first and the third run, so, which was nineteen miles, and then. Sorry, 18 miles, then 19 miles. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, you've got to sail between the bits. You like It doesn't matter what time you arrive. You could mm-hmm. arrive at one in the morning and you run then. But we were quite lucky. You know, we ran at some pretty reasonable times. <laughs> oh, damn. That's, that, yeah, that's, it's like like a triathlon, but involving sailing. and <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's an absolute brilliant race. I've um, never heard about anything like it. No, it's, it's a special Scottish one. Um, and we actually did it through school, which is brilliant. But, you know, me and my friend David we're quite keen to go and do it um uh-huh. again um and this time do all three of the legs because we only did two technically we we're only meant to do one but we ended up doing two um <laughs> and 
so yeah, we, we're keen to get, do it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounds like a very good experience. Mm, tough. Right. It sounds tough. Yeah, yeah. Do you train specifically for it beforehand? Oh yeah, a lot of training required. Yeah. A lot of hill sprints, all that sort of thing. Um, and actually currently training for the Paris Marathon, which was meant to be earlier in the year mm-hmm. and is now happening in November. So um, yeah, that's why I was out doing a nice little run this morning. Uh, I was supposed to have a, a sailing race in September this year. Oh, wow. Well. From, I think it was Corona, Portugal to France. Wow. And awesome. Not running, no running involved, <laughs> because fuck that. <laughs> but yeah. Um, that's brilliant. I love sailing. It's it's, it's 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 just about being in the waves and when you when you just kind of like feel you're one with the boat mm. or ship and you just tsh, tsh, mm. and the wind on the sails oh it's lovely yeah my Absolutely. friend callum got me into it but yeah claudia is going to be on the podcast too and oh, yeah. that's another connection from um maybe mark's business and the entrepreneurship society yeah yeah absolutely um what else so hmm what do you think has been kind of the toughest, either in whatever sense, of being an entrepreneur, like just starting something from zero? Mm. No, it's 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 brilliant. Um, I I think to me it's been the balance of setting up business, and you know, there's something so unique about people that are doing something like this at university. Mm-hmm. Um, because university is a time very social. Um, if you like me, you like your sport. Um, I'm also involved in the OTC. Um, oh yeah, so that takes me away on weekends all the time. Um, yeah, there's just so much going on, and it's trying to balance that. It's you know, it's so difficult. Um, OTC is Officer Training Corps or yeah. Core. Uh, core, yeah. Core for people who it's like a. M- university unit for the army yeah yeah Yeah. exactly it doesn't necessarily tie you down to going into the army but it's yeah for people that like that sort of thing which Mm -hmm. i do tend to and it's a good bunch to do it um but yeah that that to me is the toughest thing you know trying to balance all that um i'm i hate like i hate saying no to anything and you know if someone if someone makes like ask me on a night out i'm never one to say no i'm never one to say no to going down to the pub um, never want to say no to go on a run. I'm like, I, I do it all, and you know, yes, that, man, that burns you out. It really <laughs> does, and and at times it can be, can it can be tough. Yeah. Um, and so you know, part of first year, I suppose, was learning to manage that. How can you try and do that? You know, I, um, I did, I did a ski season on my gap year, um, and that really did help me in many ways because that's equally as full on. Um, you know you're out and going partying until four or five in the morning then you're up at 6 45 for work um and i've and heard ski resorts can be quite brutal oh as yeah. in fun yeah and you earn quite a lot of money yeah but it's, it's tough yeah it, you, you know you work for what you earn it's it really is tough um but yeah so i think that's the toughest thing trying to balance that but you know one of the things that i refuse to do is give up my social life for the business side of things okay um and i think you know, some people would perhaps say that that's going to hinder me, um, but I'd probably disagree because in the long run, I think it's it builds, like, it sets you up in so many ways um, and, you know, you can't just, you can't sustain yourself just off one big project that you're trying to do. You've, you know, you've got to, in my opinion, um, put yourself out there to, to lots of different things. Yeah. Uh, and it's so important. 
uh, to surround yourself by people that can support you. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with that last bit. Uh, like have multiple categories in your life and then you work or practice in each individual one of them and they're separate from each other. Yeah. But they're all connected to who you are. Yeah. 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 And um, maybe I would add learning how to say no, though, is quite useful. It, yeah, it, it absolutely would be. Uh, and I think I'm slightly getting better at that. Um, <laughs> but it, and at the same time, you know, I, I love just... You, you just don't know where things are going to take you when you say yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, yeah, I've, I've been taking that advice more more lately. Yeah. It's like trying to say yes to more things yeah. and just being like, you know what, just don't overthink stuff. Just some things need to be done. Just go and fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll have plenty more and more episodes um, with the committee. Yeah. And this is just like a taster session and just kind of like a, not a pre-course, but like a a start to meet the committee series. So we won't just overload people with information about our committee members. So we'll probably do like a little series, short series of it and like yeah, short yeah. clips, you know? Yeah, brilliant. Um, anything you want to end on a note? Anything you want to say? Any uh, advice? Phew, I, I don't know. Um, you, you know, I, I don't know how many people ask you questions on your own on your own podcast, but like, <laughs> um, you know, why why did you do it? Like, what 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 inspired you to come out and do a podcast? Ooh, so the 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 my my individual podcast, um, the called Simpajas, that was stemming out of um, kind of dealing with social anxiety and getting to connect with people, and just life itself is so weird. So it was just kind of like, there's this amount of things that I don't know about, and there's this amount of people that know all these things that I don't know about. Mm. And what's the best way to just, one of one, first of all, improve my social anxiety. Mm. And second of all, also try to enjoy it yeah. and make something out of it. Yeah. So that's maybe one of the reasons, but probably the main one of the main reasons. And then the Entrepreneurship Podcast, this podcast, that stemmed out of an opportunity and saying yes to things, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. And so things are marching on from that. Yeah. And, you know, I also find it such a great way to, to learn things as well. Um, you know, I, I set up my own podcast and just hearing, like, I, speak, I spoke to loads of, like, athletes that are right at the top of their game. And, you know, you just hear these things um, that can be applied to all areas of life. You know, I spoke to these brothers um who broke the world record for rowing across the atlantic ocean um and an incredible incredible um achievement what they did um but you know in the middle of lockdown they were speaking about the you know the importance of in the same way that when they were out there in the atlantic ocean the importance of keeping to your routine that you set you know as soon as you break that routine you know that if if they showed up late for one of their shifts when yeah. they're rowing, it the whole team their the whole morale just drops off, uh, and it was so important. You know during lockdown and people were kind of getting this advice and it's 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 so true. You know if you can't keep up that routine, the kind of like just keep yourself going and make sure you're not like late for stuff and you know just keep that going, then you can keep yourself. Uh, on the roll, really. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know that's why I, I find it really interesting as well doing podcasting. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a slippery slope once yeah. the, the routine starts failing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for coming. No, thank you, thank you. And uh, look forward to the next one. And pause. My mouse is not working.